How physical do you like to get on a daily basis? I get pretty physical. Oh, yeah? Yeah, my feet hurt because I'm always on them. Oh, well, that sucks. Yeah. I tried to get really physical last weekend on a hike. Oh, yeah? And I tumbled into a creek. Oh. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. This past week's been, a, it's been pretty physically intense. Well, that's a bit of a bummer. It's okay. You know, I've been preparing to watch this film. Yeah, so... I've uh, enrolled myself in ballet class. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They you... say I'm too old and not coordinated enough to <laughs> do it because it's a child's class is why they say I'm too old. But I've been showing up. Well, I have faith that you can become a prima ballerina. Thanks. Just as we all have faith that Hayapesha Lee can be a prima ballerina. I don't think we all have faith in that, though. Well. Not all of us. Maybe not all of us. But we'll get into that. So, uh, welcome once again to the Raincoat Report. This is Boss here with Jeremy. Hello. Um, hope you're having a physical week, listener. <laughs> well, uh, Jeremy mentioned the last time we recorded that uh, he wanted to see a movie with Francois. And so, I... I Went and I looked at my movies and I was like, where is Francois? And then I found him in uh, Bob Chin's 1983 release, Let's Get Physical. Oh, excellent. Uh, and uh, granted, he doesn't have a huge part in here, but uh, his huge part is in here. So. Yeah, he has his own special uh, extra credit where they misspell his name. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that That's pretty cool. So, um, you know, thank you, boss, because of you, Dream's can come true yeah so this is part of that uh little run of uh bob chin hyapatia lee vehicles made at the beginning of her career mm -hmm. uh, and this uh got a release on disc from vinegar syndrome as a uh double feature with body girls which we've already talked about on this show mm -hmm. and uh this uh just got a re-release uh on Blu-ray, because okay. it had originally been released on DVD. Gotcha. I thought they had done a 4K, but just a Blu-ray? Just a Blu-ray for this. They That's did a fun. 4K of uh, The Young Like It Hot and Sweet Young Foxes, though. Yeah. I remember you had mentioned a couple of the Hyapatia Lee ones had been released on 4K, but I couldn't remember which ones. Yeah, so we'll, we'll get around to Sweet Young Foxes at some point, but for now, we're going to get physical. We're going to do the digitally remastered uh, review of... The Young Like It Hot. Okay. There's more in it. There is. There's... Is, there, is there actually? N no, there's oh. there's four times as many pixels on screen That's and old. higher dynamic range. Are there any do-backs? No. I have uh, re-watched it in its 4K release <laughs> and uh, made sure there weren't any uh, digital do-backs inserted. Okay. No... Um... What the fuck else did they put in? They they did like a musical number at Jabba's Palace with yeah. like a CG character. There already was a musical number that was better. Right, but they replaced it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, man, that shit sucked, but I thought it was so fucking cool when I was a kid. It was... It was an interesting, like, novelty in the sense that, like, you saw Star Wars, but then there was, like, all this weird different stuff in it. Yeah. But then it became the only way you were allowed to watch the movies, and that <laughs> sucked. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank God for intrepid internet uh, editors and pirates. Yeah. What would we do without you? Watch the special edition of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, okay. Or just not. Yeah. So, uh, there's no do-backs, and that's great. No, instead, uh, we have Hyapatia Lee alongside Paul Thomas uh, with Shanna McCullough, Mike Horner, Erica Boyer, and Francois, and uh, some, some supporting characters that aren't really credited here. Mike Horner's been sneaking in a lot lately. He's a, he's a sneaky little dude. He'll, sh he'll pop up anywhere with his big old hog. Yeah, I don't think we've seen him, I don't think we've seen him in like a leading role yet. No. But if you need a guy that can drop trow and deliver, you, you can rely on my corner. Yeah, he, <laughs> he's one of those guys that you can always... Uh, he's a stand-up guy. Yeah, in more ways than one. Yeah, he's always hard. I need a slide whistle. That'll do. Yeah, that'll do for now. Uh, so yeah, 
Uh, this was written by Bud Lee and Hyapatia Lee. Mm-hmm. I think it was, if you take Hyapatia's account uh-huh. into account, I think she just wrote the whole thing and Bud Lee probably just tossed his name on it. That seems quite possible. Yeah, it seems like he was mostly, I guess, just interested in uh, making some money. I don't know how much creative input he ever actually offered. but uh, I just got your text saying that you were on your way. Yeah, I've been here for about <laughs> as long as... Uh, from the time I sent that text to the time I arrived, it's probably been about the same amount of time. Roughly an hour, I guess, it's passed. <laughs> Yeah, uh, <laughs> time's tricky. Time is tricky, and uh, especially whatever vortex your phone lives in. Yeah, it makes fools of us all. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just thought it was weird that you hadn't texted me and you just showed up, and I was like, "All right." Yeah, like I, I had looked, I could see on my Plex that you were still watching the movie, and so I kind of knew in general that it was going to be a while earlier when I checked. So yeah. I don't know. Anyway. I don't like that you have this big brother level of, like, surveillance over me. Well, you know, that's what you get for living at my teat. <laughs> I guess that's true. <laughs> well, let's, uh, I guess let's talk about the trash you're putting into my body this week. So, yeah, uh, I, I named the characters. We got Bud Lee, Bob Chin directing, and, uh, they're, they're going to ballet <laughs> school. It's the Suspiria of uh, Bob Chin Hyapatia Lee vehicles. I mean, in a very superficial way, <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah. So I guess without any further ado, let's get physical. physical like that song yeah and And by that song you of course mean the theme song to let's get physical which sounds a lot like the olivia newton john song that came out two years before but not i guess legally actionably yeah it (laughs) it sounds like a little slowed down it's like slowed down and other than the let's get physical words, it's different words, but yeah. it is let's get physical at about the same sort of like singing pattern. Yeah, same cadence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they've lifted the hook. That's uh, that's clear. <laughs> yes. But, you know, that's just sampling and that's... Uh... She doesn't say anything about uh, hearing bodies talk or anything or let me hear your body talk. Yeah. That's a shame. That, that's a good line in that song. Oh, uh, well. Is there a is there an adult film called Body Talk? There's Body Love. There's Body Love. There's probably Body Talk. I will say without looking that there's definitely an adult film called Body Talk. Maybe it'll be in that box from our mystery patron. Oh yeah. Yeah. We finally have our first uh box of pornography, perhaps on its way even now. Perhaps. Um and you know, if it it's delayed for a while, that's even better. But uh I guess if you're listening, you know, and you're like, it's the weekday and not the weekend, you haven't mailed it yet, just, you know, drop by the post office. <laughs> Jeremy's excited to get some pornography. It's going to, whether or not it's a bomb, I'm excited just that someone's <laughs> paying attention to me. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and pay some attention to Let's Get Physical, which starts with the aforementioned Let's Get Physical song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we've discussed in length. Uh, we have Maria, played by Hyapatia Lee, leading a class in front of the mirror. I uh, noted in the credits, it does say, guest appearance by Francois. Yes. Uh, spelled, as you said, differently. Yeah. 
So they're dancing in front of the mirror as we get through our credits, and they're, you know, having a, a ballet class. As uh, Maria dismisses the class, she reminds them that there's only two days left until the recital. So as everybody's starting to leave, we see Maria staring longingly into Scott's eyes, and Scott is played by Mike Horner. <laughs> we hear her inner monologue here, where we get a lot of narration throughout the film. She talks about the way that Scott looks at her and how much she wants him, but she notes that's impossible because of Carl. She notes, after this long, you'd think they'd be over their fears and trauma. So it's at this point that we see Maria stare at Carl, played by Paul Thomas. And we get a flashback of him on stage uh, bowing and then back to him in his office with a cane next to his desk. Yeah, that's the cane that they use to pull him off the stage. <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> So we cut back to a flashback of Carl on stage. Uh, like I said, he's bowing, and we get a bunch of stock footage of people applauding the stage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the, uh, the pulsating flesh technique. Yeah. <laughs> Maria notes in her narration that the audience loved him. Then she notes that they had just started their ballet school. She ran the school itself, and he was the star. And that was going great until... Then we cut to, later in our flashback... We see Carl meeting Maria backstage, excited about their success. He knows that she looks beautiful and asks her to take her clothes off right there, but she tells him there's too many people here. And it was a good call. As, as soon as she says that, three lady dancers, uh, the ones that were on stage with Carl, bust into the room with them. Maria and uh, two of the ladies leave, but the third dancer, who is unnamed by plate but played by Ann Gianni, mm -hmm. uh, comes in. Now, Ann Gianni has uh, one credit on the Internet Adult Film Database, which is this film. All right. So this might be her only sex scene. Yeah, I did not recognize her at all, so that's fair. But uh, she gets flirty with Carl, noting that if Maria went to get to the car, like she says, she'll be an hour before getting back, which I think is a bit uh, disingenuous. I don't know how, I don't know the layout of this place. Maybe it's huge. Perhaps. It's a it's a labyrinth. Yeah, she has to take a, um, she has to go to the mezzanine and take a bus back to the parking <laughs> lot, which is like a 20 minute drive right. on, on its own. And, you know, 20 minutes back, you know, it's got about 40 minutes, I would say, uh, hour, little disingenuous, I think. Well, Carl does not seem to be thinking with his brain and is instead thinking with his cock, oh, yeah. which, uh, allows him to quickly get seduced and start making out with, uh, Anne here who, uh, rubs his dong through his red tights that he's mm. wearing. Oh, yes. She soon pops Carl's cock out of his tights and begins to suck his cock, being sure to give him some eye contact along the way. Yeah, unsurprisingly, a lot of leotards and singlets in this film. Yes. And boners and leotards are hilarious. Yeah, you can see them. <laughs> they make out a bit, and then the dancer sits back on a table, and Carl sticks his cock into her pussy. He slides his cock into her for a while, pulling it out and pushing it back in repeatedly. This continues for a couple of minutes, and then we see Maria walk up and open the door, getting to see Carl slam this yeah. dancer a bit. And he's diving into her swan lake. Yeah, <laughs> he is. And uh, he eventually pulls out and comes all over her tutu. Yeah. <laughs> Maria notes, he hadn't cheated on her before, so why then? So we see Maria walk away sadly. She notes, if only she had made love to him in the dressing room. What would have happened? So then, we cut to a shot of a cliffside, and we hear an argument between Carl and Maria, uh, and they're apparently driving in the car, though we don't see their car, at mm -hmm. least initially. Maria's crying, and Carl's uh, saying, we were just excited about the performance, and then we see Carl's car launch off of the cliffside and crash down the hill. Yeah. <laughs> There were no survivors. <laughs> and that was the end of Let's Get Physical. Yeah. Um, no, that's uh, one of Porn's great car crashes, I guess. 
right up there with the end of uh, Fleshpot on 42nd Street. Yeah, and... Uh, <laughs> Where Harry Reams just gets murdered by a car and she just walks away. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Frankie and Johnny were lovers. Oh, yeah, that too. That That's a great one. Yeah, there's a lot of great car crashes and pornography. This one's uh, just good because it's so obvious that they just like, we're like, we're not going to film in the car. It's like, we'll just show you this cliff for about a minute and a half, and you'll figure it out when he yells, oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, Bob Chin yeah. bought some car crash footage and just hopped it in here and overdubbed it. It rules. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Good job. Yeah, I think the way the car goes down, I'm not sure that, like, I don't understand why Hyapage Lee is fine, and uh, he gets crippled to, but slightly. Yeah, you know, it's it's a car crash. Things happen. I don't know. Not everybody gets equal injuries in a car crash, necessarily. That's not fair. Especially in these days before the uh, the advent of seat belts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See, like, I think she would have just went flying through the window, but she was okay. Or perhaps she was wearing her seat belt and he wasn't. That sounds right. Uh, you gotta buckle up. Yeah, click it or tick it. It's yeah. the law. Yeah, click it or tick it or <laughs> over a fucking cliff. Yeah. <laughs> so we cut back to the present, and both Maria and Carl are sitting and thinking to themselves. Maria says that Carl never shows it, but she knows that he blames her for the accident and the end of his career. Maria then looks in the mirrors of the dance studio and starts a solo dance number. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a dance to a ripoff of Beat It, oh, which... I did some research. Okay. Because this went on long enough for me to do some research. Yeah. Uh, this is bef this was released before Beat It was released as a single, but it was released after Thriller, the album, came out, which includes Beat It. Right. So it's definitely a Beat It ripoff, I think. But, okay. Excellent. Well, uh, you know, she's doing this uh, contemporary jazz rock dance type stuff to it. Mm -hmm. It has a very interesting name, which we'll discover uh, Carl hobbles out of his office and looks at Maria dancing and stretching. Carl tells Maria she's wasting her time and damaging her body dancing like that instead of ballet. Yeah, he calls it Luigi dancing. Yes, he does call it Luigi dancing. Which I don't know if that's I, a style or a slur. Yeah, it feels like it's some sort of Italian slur, but I don't know how, especially with ballet being... French and Italian and well, like, kind of tied into all of that. It's the jazz and the rock. It's those damn greasers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Those, uh, well, I can't call them, but I want to call them. <laughs> okay, so we won't. It's a bunch of Luigi's. She replies that she likes rock and jazz dancing, and she'll never be as good at ballet as he is, and he corrects her. You mean, I was. Maria tells Carl that Renee is improving, one of the class members. Mm-hmm. Carl agrees that she will be a great ballerina. She has style, class, and a great body. Yeah, she's going to be the one they sacrifice to the witch, right? I believe so, okay, yes. good. She's the, uh, fuck, I don't know who plays the girl in, I've seen Suspiria once, okay? Leave me alone. Oh, yeah, she's, uh, we're going to move on. Daria Nicolodo. No, that's not Daria Nicolodi. Okay. Daria Nicolodian. It's uh, Jennifer Connelly, not Conley. Why does why does it when I search for Suspiria, Jessica Harper? Okay. Why is it when I search for Suspiria, it returns the 2018 version first? It's a nightmare. Because they're trying to make everything woke. <laughs> oh boy. Um. <laughs> anyhow. Oh yeah, I love Jessica Harper. She's in Phantom of the Paradise. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's all coming together now. So anyhow, Maria invites Carl to join and watch Renee's private uh, dance session tomorrow, her training session. Carl says that he can't. He has to go get props for the recital and to see a producer who apparently wants Maria to choreograph a show for him. And uh, Carl does not seem happy about this idea. She asks if he thinks it's a good idea, noting that she knows that the producer is going to want rock and jazz numbers, and she worries that Carl might be biased against that. 
I like that that's something that, like, this classically trained ballet dancer, like, that's, like, one of his character quirks. He's like, I hate that goddamn rock and roll. Yeah. (laughs) Carl complains that Maria barely has time to teach as it is. He says that Luigi dancing (laughs) will destroy her body, and they can't allow that to happen. Ugh. Uh, And he also hates Italians. Yeah. What What a character. Maria says she will never be a prima ballerina like Jeremy. Yeah, I'm working on it. My fucking knee, I think, might give out soon. (laughs) Well, we'll see what happens. I might be Carlin around before we know it. (laughs) But uh, Carl assures Maria that she will be a prima ballerina. Maria asks if he still finds her attractive, noting that Renee is younger than her and she loves ballet just like Carl does. He notes that the four years between her and Renee is the difference between a young girl and a woman, and Renee can't hold a candle to Maria. We'll see if this holds true. Maria kisses Carl, and they make out a bit. She reaches down and rubs Carl's crotch a bit, and he finally pulls away, complaining that he can't be the man she needs anymore. Yeah, he's a smooth talker, but he can't finish the job. No. She tells him it's okay. Then we cut to Maria and Carl in their bedroom. Carl's sitting in bed and Maria undresses. Carl calls her beautiful and apologizes, saying that he's tried to close his eyes and imagine every fantasy he's ever had, but he can't seem to, I guess, get hard, really, is what he's getting at. I think so. He then suggests that she could take a lover instead. Maria notes that she couldn't, but Carl tells her she should. We then cut to the studio the next day, and Renee shows up late. So Renee is played by the lovely Shanna McCullough, mm-hmm. star of such great films as... Oh, what was the one with Jamie Gillis in the monster movie? Bobby Socks. Bobby Socks, yes. Yeah, star of Bobby Socks. Probably not the peak of either of their careers, but... No. Good, good, good call. Yeah, it was a it was an entertaining and interesting film. Yeah, uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> but yeah, Renee shows up late, and Maria tells her a dancer must be disciplined, and Renee apologizes. Maria starts to lead Renee through some posing exercises. She soon leans in and kind of rubs Renee's legs as she's adjusting her form. After another round of stretching, Maria gets a handful of Renee's ass as she helps her position again. The ladies then start to stretch on the floor, doing the splits while facing each other and leaning back and forth hand in hand. After a bit, Maria's hands start to explore all over Renee's body as they continue to stretch, and soon, Maria is rubbing all over Renee's body as Carl's getting up from his desk and peeks out of the window at them, seeing Maria and Renee standing up, softly kissing. Man, she's just helping a buddy stretch. Watching this, we see Carl has miraculously gotten aroused, pulling his undies down to reveal his hard cock, as Maria and Renee climb to the ground naked, and Maria starts to go down on Renee. Yeah. Uh, for our sweat fetishist listeners you do get to see hyapatia's pit stain for a couple moments earlier (laughs) you know that's the kind of thing you're into it's there yeah well you know if you like sweat you're gonna love our patreon this week when we talk heat michael mann not exactly okay we'll tell you more So, this continues for a couple of minutes, with Renee really getting a chance to enjoy herself as Carl starts to stroke his cock. After a bit, Maria gets on top of Renee and starts to make out with her again. Then, Maria lays on the ground for Renee to to return the favor. Renee notes she's never done this before, and says she hopes she can do it well. Maria assures her she's doing a good job, and, uh, she indeed seems to, as Renee gets going. Maria is enjoying herself quite a bit. As is Carl, who's watching along. Maria gets into it and tells Renee to go faster and seems to get off. We then cut to Maria and Carl in bed later. Carl tells Maria that the costumes should be ready on Tuesday. 
Maria asks Carl if she can choreograph the musical, but Carl says that he spoke to the director and the producer seems weird. He tells her that he'll have to talk to the director a bit more. Oh, Shannon McCullough was also, or whatever she wants you to say it, uh, Star Physical Attraction, which oh, yeah. fucking sucked. Well, yeah, I don't blame her for that. Yeah, I don't blame her, but I was just, you know, she, <laughs> she's a physical young lady. Yes, she is. Carl asks about Renee, and Maria tells him that she's got a lot of potential. Carl then reveals that he returned to his office early today and was able to observe the private lesson, and that it was the best lesson he ever watched. Maria replies embarrassed, but Carl explains that he got so horny watching that. He suggests that if he was able to see them together again, maybe he could make love to Maria. Maria suggests then that they invite Renee over for dinner, and the couple could make love to her together. They make out excited for the opportunity to make love again after so long. Excellent. We then cut to Carl's office. Renee knocks on the door and explains that Maria told her that Carl wanted to see her. Carl invites her over for dinner, and Renee is excited and says that she's wanted to get to know him better anyway. Renee notes that she has class this afternoon, but she came in early to get warmed up. Carl praises this, and she asks if he thinks she's got what it takes, and Carl tells her yes. Renee leaves and uh, gets to watch Maria give Scott a private lesson on her way out. Scott, again, uh, being Mike Horner. Mm -hmm. Back at Maria and Carl's place, Maria, Carl, and Renee are having dinner together. They're drinking, and Carl's asking questions about her training and mentions. Maria noted that Renee's having some posture issues. Carl asks if Renee's been checked out for curvature of the spine. Like osteoporosis. Yes. Or scoliosis. Yeah, more scoliosis. And I mean, osteoporosis could lead to it. Yeah. Because your bones are turning into non-bones. Hmm. Mm? <laughs> I don't know. I've been thinking a lot about being a giant lately and how I would grind people's bones. <laughs> so I got a little hungry. I'm sorry. Uh, anyhow, Renee responds that no, she hasn't. She's thinking about bone soup. <laughs> Carl notes that it's simple to detect, and Renee asks if Carl can tell uh, and examine her. He notes that he's seen some cases before and suggests that Renee should go ahead and take her dress off. She asks where the bedroom is, and Maria leads Renee to the bedroom. Carl follows her in, where she undresses down to her panties, thigh highs, and a garter belt. Carl caresses her back and stomach a bit as Maria does the same. His examination concludes that she's perfect. He tells her she's got a gorgeous body. Mm -hmm. And uh, then, as he's caressing her, Carl says that she has no idea how long they've waited for this, and Renee responds... Me too. Carl takes off her panties and, as he puts it, tastes her. Carl tells Maria that Renee is so wet, leading to Maria tasting her herself. Uh, Carl's very vocal in this film. Yes, he is. He likes to talk. He sure does. Carl kisses and caresses Renee as Maria goes down on her. Renee says that she wants to go down on Maria and undresses her down to her thigh highs and a red garter belt. Maria in narration talks about how long she's waited and how excited she was to see Carl's hard cock in Renee's body. Renee goes down on Maria a bit as Carl makes out with Maria and talks Renee through playing with Maria's clit. After a bit, we cut to Carl laying down. His cock is indeed hard, and Maria and Renee take turns sucking on his cock. Mm -hmm. Carl notes it's been so long since his cock has been so hard, and he hopes it never goes down again. Yeah. Well, that's going to cause another set of problems for him. Yeah. He's uh, going to have to go to the ER. Hopefully he didn't unwillingly uh, unleash a genie when he opened that wine bottle. Oh, no. <laughs> 
That'll happen though, especially if you're Paul Thomas. Yeah, it's about. I'm sure it's happened to him at some <laughs> point or another. The ladies take turns blowing Carl and kissing him for a bit, but when Renee takes over making out with Carl hard, Carl leans over and turns away from Maria, getting on top of Renee. And Maria is obviously pissed at this point. Yeah, he's a real bastard. Yeah, he is. Like, if this is your first boner in years and your wife's there, you should plow her first. Yeah, you know, even if you've gotten the go-ahead to play with this other broad. Yeah, you need to give her... You gotta give your wife first. You gotta give her a couple strokes. Yeah. At least, you know? I don't know. Carl starts to fuck Renee Missionary. I feel like their marriage has a lot of other problems besides him just not being able to get hard. Yeah, there's there's a lot. He he's not the greatest character here. No. Paul Thomas has uh, a long history of playing scumbags though. Yeah. He's an anti-Italian misogynist <laughs> piece of garbage. Yes. Maria and, and for that, Paul Thomas gets Bonk of the Week. <laughs> hey, it's not me yet. You better watch your fucking mouth. Maria says a narration that she's a nervous wreck now because the recital's tomorrow and now she has to watch Carl with his so-called prima ballerina. Carl fucks Renee, noting it's been so long since he's come. We cut back to a shot of Maria's face and her narration notes that she wanted him so much. Her thoughts then drift away to Scott, my corner. In her fantasy, we see Maria topless leaning on a piano as Carl is uh, playing the piano mm-hmm. and singing a song about ballerinas and plays and stuff. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of real drippy, sappy lyrics. Yeah, this is uh, his show business side coming back. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, it's back to his roots. Yeah, his uh, Jesus Christ Superstar days. Yeah. Renee walks by and caresses Carl's neck causing Maria to be jealous even in her own fantasy. But she steps away and dances over to Scott, who's posing and stretching on a bar nearby. Scott stops and lifts up Maria, kissing her and laying her down on the mattress that was conveniently laying on the floor nearby. Scott gets on top of Maria and begins tongue-kissing her. After a bit, he moves down to lick and suck on Maria's breasts, then kisses down her chest and belly, until he reaches her vagina and softly starts to touch her labia and clit with the tip of his tongue. We see Maria writhing in delight, running her fingers through Scott's hair as uh, Carl continues to sing his ballerina song. (laughs) Scott eats Maria more intensely as he goes, and eventually we cut to him pushing his hard prick into her and giving her a good thrusting. Scott really bangs Maria out for a bit, and we see he has gotten quite sweaty as he kisses her legs passionately. We cut to Maria on her knees sucking Scott's cock, pausing to look up and smile at him a bit. She really sucks and strokes him hard, and we finally see him erupt in quite an explosive load. Mm -hmm. Scott reaches down and brushes his hands up and down Maria's body and uh, kisses her more. And Paul Thomas is still singing. Yeah. But we cut back to reality, and we see Maria still laying next to Carl and Renee, and Carl's still fucking Renee, now from the side as uh, she's laying on her back. He eventually pulls out, and Renee strokes his cock to finish him off on her pubes. We cut to daytime, and we see on stage Scott and Renee bowing. Maria notes the narration that the recital went great, and Scott and Renee especially did great. Back in the dressing room, we see Scott, Renee, Arnold, and Shelley. So Arnold is played by Francois, mm-hmm. and Shelley is played by Erica Boyer, who mm-hmm. I don't, I mean, we probably saw her in the dance at the class at the beginning, but we haven't really been introduced to her yet. No, she's a non-entity. They're congratulating one another on a job well done in the dressing room, and Maria joins the crew and praises them as well. She tells them to get dressed because the men from the New York Ballet Company are there to see them. Carl joins them and also congratulates them on a job well done. As the dancers walk out, Shelley asks Arnold for a ride home and he agrees. Carl and Maria are alone in the dressing room when Carl asks if she remembers a long time ago when they were in a room like this and wanted to make love. Maria says she remembers and it wasn't that long ago. 
they then start to make out, and Carl tells her that she still excites him so much. She makes out with him a bit more, and then sinks to the ground and starts to suck Carl's cock. He tells her how he's missed this so much as she sucks away. He notes it's getting so stiff. (laughs) Maria in narration says, Finally, it was her alone exciting Carl. She was worried it'd never happen again. Carl, as he's getting blown, he says, You know me. You know my cock so well. (laughs) Maria continues to suck his cock for a bit, pausing for some good eye contact. Carl tells Maria he wants her to come with him, so Maria stands up and pulls up her dress to reveal her panties, stockings, and garters. She slides down her panties, and Carl tells her he wants to do everything to her. Yeah. He says he wants to be inside her as she bends down in front of him and uh, pushes her way onto his cock, resulting in some passionate moaning. Yeah, he says stuff like, it looks so damn exciting. (laughs) Yeah. I don't really understand. Maria leans back a bit and they kiss, and she goes back to thrusting herself onto his cock. They bang it out for a bit, and Carl asks if Maria is going to come with him, and she says yes, and so they seemingly finish together and make out. Aww. Back in their rehearsal space, Arnold is dancing as Shelley approaches, noting she's never seen him use those moves before. Arnold suggests he knows some moves they've never tried together. And he pulls off his shirt. Mm -hmm. Shelley seems hesitant at first, saying, This seems to be turning into something else. Arnold asks, What's wrong with that? And so, Shelley starts to kiss him. Before long... Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Before long, Shelley has sunk to the ground and is sucking his cock. This goes on for a couple of minutes with Arnold doing some, like, French muttering and moaning. mutters a lot and there's, like, Zydeco music that plays in the background. (laughs) I guess he's supposed to be, like, Cajun in this, I think. I don't know. Shelly eventually strokes his cock to finish him off on her face with a big gooey load, spilling Mm. into her mouth and uh, across her face. Yeah, it's a nice, messy one. Uh, This is not a long movie. No. No, it's it's under an hour and a half. And... It's like 79 minutes or yeah, something. Yeah, at some point during the scene, I was like, are we going to ever see the other characters again before it's over? Yeah. Um, and we do, briefly. Well, to that point, Shelley notes that he's still hard and asks if he wants more. And he says sure, and suggests that they try something different this time. So the scene is not over. No, no, it's not. I was just, you know, saying, wow. No, well, and I, I was just, to your point, yeah. it just keeps going. No, yeah, it's, yeah. So we see Shelly lay on the floor, and Arnold tells her that he's been watching her for months and wanted to taste her sweet pussy. So indeed, after complimenting her body more, Arnold leans in and starts to go down on Shelly. After Arnold goes at this for a bit and gives Shelly some strong enjoyment, Shelly tells Arnold that she wants to feel his cock inside of her. So, Arnold mounts Shelly missionary on the floor and starts to really slam it in her. He pulls it out after a bit, asking her if she likes to be teased. She uh, acts very disappointed, and then then he says, Okay, no more teasing, and pushes back inside her, fucking away. Yeah, he knows what ladies want. Yeah, he he tried something, it didn't work, so he went back at it. Yeah. He rails her for a bit longer before pulling out and finishing by fucking Shelly's hand and coming on her more. They make out a bit more and caress each other. Then we cut to a party. In Maria's narration, she explains that the recital was a success, and Renee and Scott were accepted in an apprentice program with the New York Ballet Company. Maria then notes that her sex life was an even bigger success. We see Carl toasting to Scott and Renee's apprenticeship. Renee tells Carl she's going to miss him, and Carl says that he'll miss her too. Maria congratulates Scott and says selfishly she wishes he could stay. Carl interjects that Scott and Renee will have to keep each other company, and Scott says they'll need to explore ballet together and explore each other. Renee and Scott walk away, and Carl and Maria talk a bit more. Maria notes those two are a beautiful couple, but Carl says that Maria is the one who's wonderful here. He tells her that he talked to the director 
and he wants Maria to work on the first number on Monday for this other play thing. Yeah, the Luigi play. Yeah. <laughs> Maria is shocked, asking if he really means that she can do it, and he says yes, and they kiss. In narration, Maria says, You really can have everything if you really want it. And then we cut to credits with our theme song playing and the dance group all practicing the same footage that we opened on. Yeah, almost certainly. And uh, that was Let's Get Physical. Wow, I'm sweating. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, uh, we're going to take a quick break and rehydrate, and then we'll be back to give our final thoughts on Let's Get Physical. It's going to pop. There's a simple song with rhyme. To melodies in waltz time With harmonies for roses And carnival springtime Ballerina dance for me And weave a dream A carousel of fantasies for make-believe. What a workout. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, my, uh, my dogs are killing me. So let's, uh, let's wrap this one up, you know? All right, well, uh, like always, I guess it's time for... The Raincoat Review. <laughs> Do you have to edit out like the little, like two seconds when it's delayed? Uh, no, I usually just leave it in. It's fine. People probably <laughs> like that part. I should start, I should just press it when you're like saying the... Yeah. Yeah. You want to do take two? No. Okay. Well, uh, you know, I really enjoyed this one. It's been a while since we've had a, a Bob Chin I really liked. I feel like... I don't remember the last one we covered exactly, but I do remember being let down by uh, Body Girls. Okay. You know, as I, as we recall, it didn't uh, appeal to my sense of fair play. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and uh, it just didn't go anywhere. Um, but I like this one quite a bit better than that. Uh, and it has a similar cast and uh, it has a similar cast, I believe. I think a lot of I think Paul Thomas was in that as like the announcer, maybe. Yeah. Uh, Hyapatia Lee was in it. Uh, I want to Shannon McCulloch was also in it. Yeah, it was probably shot around the same time, maybe yeah. the same weekend. Yeah, same weekend. <laughs> They're just like, okay, we got the ballet movie done. Get all this these bars out of here. This is a gym now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, this is a, it's a nice film. It's a, it's kind of a. Uh, softer more tender film than some of the stuff we cover yeah it's, it's I, more of a romance film yeah and i think that's probably due to uh hyapatia lee being the writer of this film yeah it focuses i think more on uh female desire and pleasure than a lot of the uh other stuff that we cover yeah so it's, a ni- it's a nice change up uh and uh i, I like that there are as uh I like the setup here of, uh, of a ballet instructor and her, uh, I guess, disabled husband. Yeah. Uh, he's kind of bitter and stuff, and their relationship is a little bit on the rocks, and they're trying to, you know, kind of get get their groove back. Right. Uh, and uh, I think the way this film goes about that is really nice. I also like that it takes its time between sex scenes to have things like dance numbers and stuff like that and really yeah. uh, drop you into the world that they're inhabiting. Yeah. Um, that, 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 that's fun for me. Uh, good performances all around, especially Hyapatia Lee and uh, uh, number one goat, Paul Thomas. Right. right? Uh, special support backup for uh, lovely Francois and uh, Mike Horner. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, they kept Francois's ass out of frame, and I think that's to hide the butterfly. Oh yeah, yeah. People, maybe some people are, don't don't want to see that, but you know what? That's all I want to see. 
Yeah, I guess that's a bit disappointing in that sense. Yeah, and I'm disappointed in you, and you know what that means. Damn it. Uh, you thought you were getting away. You never will. Shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, I enjoyed all the different uh, music in this, even to an extent Paul Thomas's musical number. Yeah. I thought it was cool that they let him sing, given that he has a background in that. Yeah, you yeah. You don't really ever get to see him do that. Uh as often as you'd like uh and it, it was similar to uh what tasty which hypatially also wrote where they have that long extended like musical number that's like a music video for yeah uh, hit me with your wet shot yeah <laughs> yeah you know my favorite um but that, that, it's definitely a cut above some Bob Chin films we've seen. It's not at the heights of, say, uh, Hot and Saucy Pizza Girls, but sure, that's not really a fair comparison, I think, ever. No. Uh, I will say if my minor criticisms are in a, probably just some of the film structure. I think it would have made more sense to have Hyapatia Lee and Paul Thomas's like reuniting sex scene be the last thing. Yeah, I'd it, agree. I think flip-flopping that and the Francois one would have probably been uh, more emotionally satisfying. Yeah, and it wouldn't have, like, changed anything. No, you could doesn't. have literally done that in post as you were editing the movie. Yeah, it almost... And so, in that regard, it almost feels like that scene was just kind of tacked on. Yeah. Uh, just to have, like, an extra one in there. Well, it is a special guest appearance from Francois. That's true, but... <laughs> I don't think that the special guest appearance needs to break the flow of the film, you know? No, I agree. A special guest appearance should fit neatly in, like a large cock thrusting into a vagina. I guess so, yeah. You know? Um, but that aside, very enjoyable film. Um, I would give it a strong three and a half stars. Okay. Uh, definitely one to check out. Yeah. Yeah, I liked uh, Let's Get Physical as well. I recalled uh, when I watched them originally mm -hmm. a few years ago, I watched Body Girls and Let's Get Physical. And I recalled th thinking that Let's Get Physical was a much weaker film. But I think what it was more than anything is I was looking for a comedy and it wasn't. No, it's a, yeah, it's definitely more of a straight, like, romantic film. But uh, watching it again... Especially with, uh, you know, years of more pornography under my belt. Yeah. We've covered so many goddamn movies on this show. Yeah, it's all under your belt. Yeah. That's why my pants don't fit anymore. I know. Uh, but <laughs> Testicles are just swollen. Yeah. <laughs> constant state of arousal. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, let's get physical on a second watch. I had a lot of fun with it. I think that there's a lot of charm here from the uh, great car crash to oh, yeah. <laughs> Paul Thomas's musical number. I think all the sex scenes were really good. Yeah. Um, I think that the one problem that I have with this film in reality is the fact that Hyapatia Lee didn't actually fuck Scott. Oh, no. That is true. She just had a dream or a fantasy about it. Yeah, she fantasized about fucking Scott. And the thing that makes it seem unfair and makes uh, Carl seem like more of an asshole yeah. is that she never had sex with anyone else and Carl fucked Renee. Well, he, she had sex with Renee. You, you know, you're she right. Didn't, she did have sex with Renee first, too. But she didn't, you know, she wasn't like, I'll give you that private lesson, Scott. Yeah. Which you think would be in there. You'd have thought. Would maybe even take the place of the Francois uh, Francois scene. Yeah. That, that might have gotten into four. I think you're onto something there. But, uh, you know. But if it happened in real life, that means Paul Thomas would have just been like playing the piano in the other room. A sad song. <laughs> I don't know. But Why uh, not have got that? That might be something bad. I don't know. Either way, uh, it was a good movie. I liked it, too. I'm also going to give it three and a half stars. Excellent. So, uh, yeah, that's what happens when you get physical, listeners. Break a little sweat. Break a little trust. Break a little glass. Break a little ass. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. At Raincoat Report, raincoatreport at gmail.com if you need to email us. 
patreon.com slash raincoat report if you want to get in on some bonus episodes and early access to our normal episodes yeah. it's all ad free you don't have to listen to uh i think the the new commercial is jeremy talking about uh spotify for podcasting yeah it's podcasting it's for spotify and it's free yeah right yeah that's the ad yep <laughs> Mine's like five minutes long. Yeah, I had to edit it down significantly, and it's still long, but it's entertaining, so it's good. good. It all heard, works out. I haven't heard it yet, but uh, I'm sure for a listener, about the fifth time they've heard it, they're not quite as amused as I was when I put it together. But you know, I bet they love it still. It, it makes it so that we can make this podcast, so we go with it. Yep. Uh, but yeah, follow us on Patreon for five bucks a month, and you don't have to hear it, and you can hear us. Uh, Talk about Heat this Friday. Yeah. The Michael Mann movie. That's, um, that $5 a month is, you don't have to hear my voice. <laughs> you get, but you also get to hear more of it. More of it, but. Less not, shilling for Spotify. Yeah, it's not me shilling for Spotify, which gets, I think, even if you like a podcaster, you don't want to hear their ad. Yeah. You know, so there's one way to fix that. But in the meantime, if you're uh, going to go to ballet lessons and uh, train to be a prima ballerina like Jeremy is, when you uh, go to leave, don't forget your raincoat. Yeah, Paul Thomas will try to squirt on you. (laughs) Well, I guess you can have everything if you really want it.